are back for another episode of Unboxing the Hobby. And we have with us Kendra Little, who I was super pumped to have on here because we were talking about this earlier. Like how many relationships we have, like through Instagram, where you just like you chit chat with people, but you don't really know them. And I realized like Kendra, you and I go back and forth all the time and we hadn't met before. So super <laughs> awesome to have you. Yeah, it's a pleasure, guys. And that's kind of my first time hearing the name of your guys' podcast. And it's unreal. You guys crushed it with the name of the podcast. So <laughs> kudos to you guys on that for sure. If nothing else, you're gonna have a, a kick ass name with the with unboxing the hobby. I like it a lot. I appreciate it. If you have you had no idea how much we went back and forth about the the naming of the and finding out how many random hobbyish names are out there and already have podcasts or youtube channels of some sort so <laughs> that makes us feel pretty good <laughs> yeah that's, chat gpt gave me at least three or four hundred before we we landed on one but that wasn't <laughs> even one it gave us so like yeah. i think that was you i think you came up with that one the the <laughs> humans prevail let's go we did, we did it we did it um <laughs> so kendra just kind of jumping into it a little bit you and i we met through loop uh for those you don't know kendra works with um uh Bailey, Bailey Joe cards, right? So basically what it yep. is, Bailey Joe cards on loop, which is an app where you can go online for breakers and they're breaking cards for you, which I tend to do probably a little bit too much, but we'll get into that later. Um, and Kendra was really, really gracious. And I got to put it out there that like I made a, from what she said, and I, 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 I loved her for it was a common mistake. I was like, Hey man, no big deal when you were breaking. And I felt really terrible because Loop actually reached out to me and they're like, I posted something. I was like, he's the best breaker in the on Loop. And they they reached out to me and they're like, hey, Kendra is not a man. You might want to remove this. And then I was like, what? And then they sent me like all this information about you. And then oh, so I God. reached out to Kendra and was like super apologetic. I was like, hey, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I messed up. And take you without, anywhere. Without blinking, she sends a message back super gracious and from then on, I was like only really breaking soccer with Kendra for the most part. I was like, this is my soccer person now. She's super great. She could have turned this into a whole like F you. You don't you don't, like it could have been it could have went down a whole nother path, but it didn't. So that's that's so funny. I, you know what? I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. Completely forgot about that. Yeah. Like, like completely forgot about that. It's because like when I'm breaking on there, I just naturally have like a deeper voice and it's like i i mean i get it all the time it's just like and i just don't i mean i don't i mean i've dealt with that my whole life and like when i was a kid like i'd answer the phone and it, like it's just something i've just lived with and i just it's just whatever sometimes people in the in the i mean regulars in my stream will come in and they'll see that and be like oh she you know this she's not a he blah 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 and it's like it's all good i don't care so that's just funny but hey I'm glad I'm glad it happened, especially if, if it led you to coming back to the stream, which it sounds like yeah. it did. So it was it was great. Uh, sounds like Adrian's a regular in the stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, we're definitely there. I'm definitely there a lot, either to watch or to break myself. But mm -hmm. um, before we get too far into the breaking habit, I wanted to kind of go back into just you, Kendra, as like a, a, a person and what kind of led you to this this world of breaking. And obviously you have your hands in a bunch of different things as well. Mm -hmm. um, but you grew up in Oregon, right? So don't you don't have to go back crazy far but you grew up in Oregon you look sounds like you always wanted to be a duck and then you became a Oregon duck to how let's go back to those days because that's when you were playing playing golf and all that stuff so how'd that how'd that happen yeah so it's it actually kind of works out well because kind of my earlier days like most of us in the hobby 
I was also, you know, collecting trading cards, sports cards, Pokemon, um, and like also a lot of other people fell out of it for a long time, but, um, grew up in Oregon, born, born in Portland, raised in Eugene. Um, my dad played basketball at the university of Oregon. So was just born a duck, um, was always wanted to, to go to the university of Oregon and either play golf or basketball. Basketball was also a huge part of my life. And I actually, you know, go, basketball is kind of my, my, my true love of sports. Golf was what was the vehicle that took me and continues to take me places. But, um, yeah, I grew up in Eugene, um, went to high school there and played golf at the university of Oregon. And then after Oregon turned pro in golf, did that whole thing for a while, uh, ended up getting into coaching a few years after that bounced around quite a bit. I lived in Texas for a couple of years. I was coaching at the university of North Texas and I've just done, I've done a lot of things when, when I sit, kind of sit back and, and, and really reflect, I've kind of been on quite a journey and that journey has kind of led me back to Portland, which is where I've been since 2018, I guess, is when I moved back from Texas. Um, a brief stop at, at Nike, um, doing a brand management at, for, for Nike golf. And then, um, now what I'm doing now is, uh, head of creative for a company called lion loft. It's a small golf startup based in North Carolina. Um, and yeah, that, you know, I was just going about my life and obviously COVID hits. And then with that out of kind of nowhere, sports cards, came into came into the equation which i think is a, a pretty similar and common uh thing that we we all share that have gotten into the hobby in the last two years so that's kind of the the brief backstory of 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 life before cards even though cards were a big part of my childhood for sure and i think that's kind of the, the common thread that i see in a lot of people especially with covid is uh you know it brought us back to this we had so much time on our hands of like things that we really enjoyed and this nostalgia uh, and it definitely brought me back to that world. But um, in that world, how did you meet up with Bailey? Jo? I, I don't even know who ba I, Bailey Joe is or anything like that. How did that I've wondered this forever? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good, it's a good story. So I'll kind of go back to where none of this would have happened without my friend uh, Justin Block. So Justin Block is AKA J Block Four Nine on Loop. And it was the spring of, I want to say 2021. And he hopped on an Instagram live and he was opening packs of soccer cards. This was like, this was a select euros 20, I guess it'd be 2020. Um, and I was like, sports cards, like what? Like, and he's like, yeah, sports cards are dope again. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he'd like for the next couple of weeks, he, he would like hop on the IG lives and just like rip packs. And I was like, eh. I tuned in every time I was like, okay, this is trouble. Like I'm, I'm, I'm liking this again. This is, this is bringing me back to when I was a kid and I just had completely forgotten about the hobby. You know, I'd go into target over the years and I'd be like, Oh yeah, the sports card aisle, like, cool. Like I remember going there over there as a kid. And so from that, I started to get in, involved in some breaks that he would get involved in. And and then he introduced me to loop. So he's the one that introduced me to loop. I had no idea about loop. And he was like, yeah, there's this, there's this app you can go on and you can purchase packs, boxes, you can get into breaks. It's awesome. I was like, okay, cool. So that's when I first got introduced to loop. And from there, that's where I got introduced to Bailey. 
so Bailey used to break on the app. He doesn't break on the app anymore, but I'd go into his into his stream and just hang out. Bailey is a is a really chill guy, and that's kind of the streams that I prefer. A little bit more chill, not so crazy, which I'm sure you guys can relate that's to. Screaming just, at every know. pull, like, "Oh my god, yeah, it's a base card! Oh my god!" <laughs> um, and so I would I would just love I'd go in there and I'd buy like some you know blasters and stuff, nothing crazy. But he had these uh these um 20 i guess it'd be 2019 20 hoops premium blasters and i was obsessed with these and i was just like i would buy you know one or two every stream and you, they're, it's not a good product like but i i was new to the hobby i didn't really know but the funniest thing is i actually pulled a really big card from there i pulled a zion gold mojo rookie to 10 i mean which in I 2021 ended up that thing was yeah what? yeah <laughs> so i ended up selling that for like five thousand dollars which i yeah. was just like blown away by Needless to say, I that was it. I was toast from there. I was I was done for. As soon as I pulled that and sold it, it was it was game over. Um, but one day on on his stream, he was like, "Man, I really need someone to to break soccer product for me." And I sat there and I was like, "Hmm." I was like, and I just like typed in there. I was like, "Hey, I'd be interested in it." And he was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah." So he said, "Let me check with my cousin first, see if he wants to do it." Because Bailey Joe there's bailey and then there's joe the joe part of it is his cousin joe so uh, everyone okay. kind of thinks bailey joe is his full name which i thought originally as well yeah. um but he was like let me check with my cousin joe see if he wants to do it because he likes soccer if not you know let's talk let's you know let's do it so joe ended up not wanting to do it and this was end of kind of summer 2021 um and that's when it started. So he just started shipping me product and I started streaming for him. So to this day, I've never met Bailey in person. That's hilarious. I which love is the best part of the story. You yeah, that's funniest great. I mean, online relationships. Like I don't know anybody. I just yeah. am connected with them. He just, he just drop ships me thousands and thousands of dollars of product and I sell it for him and yeah. still haven't met him. One of these days we'll meet for sure. But um, we, I mean, we just, we just laugh about it all the time. We're just like, we've been doing this for two years now. We still haven't met. And it's just like, and people are always like, wait, are you serious? You guys have never met. And the funniest thing too, is like, as um, you may both know, I've actually only sent maybe one of you guys packages, but the, the return address is a Michigan address. So everyone's always thrown off. Everyone's like, wait, I thought you were in Oregon. And I was like, no, I am, but it's just Bailey's based in Michigan. So it's his P.O. box, yada, yada. So um, it's just I mean, it's just crazy looking back to how I even found out about Loop to where I am now with it. It's like it's it's hard to believe, honestly. Why Why soccer, by the way, because nothing about your background. You didn't mention soccer was all basketball and golf. So I'm a huge soccer fan. So nice. I, I started watching um, soccer mainly in college. So like Oh seven. So where it really all started was the 2008 euros when Spain won Fernando Torres um, and that whole run David Villa, that whole team was amazing. And Torres played for Liverpool at the time. And I had gotten into soccer like a year or two before it, like watching. And I really hadn't found a team. I also played FIFA a lot growing up, which is a big thing for, for people to get in soccer as well. So hadn't really found a team yet. Fell in love with Fernando Torres. Saw he played for Liverpool. Immediately started following Liverpool. And ever since then have just been obsessed with soccer. Soccer is like outside of like Oregon football, Oregon basketball, because I don't really have any other professional teams. 
Liverpool is like, I just, I mean, I, I live and die by it. Like it's not like my we, team, I, but I can respect it. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like <laughs> we always have that Americans and, and that are obsessed with soccer. Even if you don't support the same team, there's that common ground of like, yeah, I respect it. Um, but that's, that's kind of where soccer came into the equation was I was a huge soccer fan and, and still am. And I, soccer was actually the way I got into the hobby naturally through Justin. So, um, I do love other aspects of the hobby though. Like basketball is the other thing that I'm kind of interested in. So, yeah, it's really funny. So like up until I got into the hobby around 20, late 2020, early 2021, Mm -hmm. Uh, full disclosure, I did not like soccer. I did not. I played, I grew up playing baseball. I, I, I played semi-pro baseball. I always thought like soccer, I, I can't even use our hands. This is you crazy. Record scratch. And yeah. then what got me into <laughs> soccer was the hobby. Cause I was like, I want to see what these cards look like. I want to get into it. And then everybody that predominantly broke soccer was into it. They really showed me this like, crazy perspective of like the game and how much they yeah. loved it and why they loved it mm-hmm. and then i started watching and i was like no this isn't like just a moniker like this really is a beautiful beautiful game like mm-hmm. these guys are so unbelievably athletic like mm-hmm. it is insane so mm-hmm. i do my my love of a new sport over the last couple of years is definitely through the hobby which is a, a funny funny way to to get into it you know that's amazing it's just like whether it be getting more into a sport. I mean, that's honestly, I can relate to that with WNBA. Like WNBA is what I predominantly like open and collect in the hobby. Um, WNBA prism. There's not, there's only a couple sets. Now there's prism, there's revolution and there's going to be origins. Um, revolution is getting tossed after one year, uh, but origins will be a first year product for WNBA. And I started watching the WNBA more because I, I started to get into um, the cards, which is exactly what you're talking about with, I mean, I love basketball, but I wasn't into WNBA, but um, it's the same thing. It's like you want to, and even still like I like with soccer, like I, I watch Liverpool every single game, but I find myself watching more and more soccer from other leagues because I want to, you know, keep an eye on these rookies that are hot or, you know, whoever, you know? So it's, it's just funny how we all like, in some way share that a similar origin story um, of the hobby and how it's kind of changed our lives in a way and how we operate on a daily basis. Yeah. It's a, it's a really crazy situation. Uh, But like staying with you, you know, in as like Kendra, the breaker for a second. Mm So obviously we all know like everything going on with tops and fanatics and tops is slowly trying to make sure there's no middleman mm-hmm. and it's getting harder and harder seemingly for a breaker like yourself to do it and make any money for anybody. Mm-hmm. So with you and the way you see it, where do you, do you see like breaking being a thing for like people like yourself in like even two or three years? It's really interesting. I think, for the time being getting product i mean getting tops products is definitely not easy right now yeah we just like last night we we ran through two cases of finest like we got two cases of finest to our distributor and unless you know we grab some on the secondary market like i don't know if we're gonna be getting any more finest um so it's definitely headed down a path where it appears to be it's not going to be a situation where anyone and their brother can, can, you know, break product. Like your fanatics live just launched 
um, not too long ago. And those are, you know, Fanatics exclusive breakers. And it's like, again, you guys cover all this stuff. Like WWE just canceled their, their partnership or their, their contract with, with Panini and they're going to Fanatics and the same with the NFL and everyone else is going to follow suit. So it's like, what happens when one entity controls all of the licenses controls all of the product being distributed they get they're the ones that get to decide who gets what you know when and where and how so it's like yeah the future of of the of the product of the hobby and how it's distributed and where it's distributed is very much in the, up in the air so it's like to answer your question i don't know like it's it's anyone's guess at this point but i will say it doesn't it doesn't look super promising if i'm being honest yeah i think we chatted about this on loop for a second and it's kind of an interesting thing like i at the beginning i didn't really see it as like that big of a deal for some reason i was like ah oh, whatever i like tops tops is cool i don't like panini that much except for like their soccer products and like wwe like mm-hmm. so wwe is gone now mm-hmm. and the more i think about it as these people are leaving we chatted about it i said it's it seems to be of that world of like well how why can't tops just be like no no, no you get what you get and you're gonna like it and if you don't like it, where are you going to go? Leaf? Where- <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly. That's the, that is the, the concept and the, uh, the goal of a monopoly is to literally leave people with no other option. And um, we've talked about it before, but it's like Panini. I don't think Panini has anyone to blame, but themselves for this situation. But at the same time, they have contributed to the hobby. There's no, there's no denying that. And with Tops and Panini both coexisting, like it gives people an option, and it 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 allows for diversity in the marketplace and the type of product that you're going after. Like you look at, like both Panini and Tops both have a Chrome product, and it's but it's like you look at like compare Prism to to Tops Chrome. It's way different. It's it's yeah. entirely different, and it gives it's a totally different feel, totally different outlay which is great. That's what you want. But it's like, you know, three or four years down the road, if it's just, you know, tops Chrome, tops finest, top stadium club being created for all of these different sports year after year, it's like, that to me doesn't sound very great. Um, I don't know that that's what it's going to look like, but I, so I don't know. It's, it's definitely a weird time. I don't, I'm not super optimistic or excited about where it's headed but who knows it could it, it could turn out to be great but could also turn out to not be great we'll just have to kind of see yeah it's a it's a really it's a hard to to see see where it's actually going to land but like i said hopefully hopefully it turns out better than we think and it'll mm-hmm. be a, a weird ending but yeah. so sides kind of cutting off and a little happier kind of very interesting thing that i've always wanted to like chat with you a little bit longer about so i don't mag i don't know if you know this because you don't spend as much time breaking as we do um or do you even watching breaks smart man <laughs> yeah which is very good of you you probably have cherished my money bank account and time on your hands uh but so kendra has this this widely known uh, ability to basically pick specific boxes at a very high rate that tend to have very very nice cards in them and it's not it's not even like it started off as like a joke i maybe and then yeah. now it's become kendra pops into like a room and everybody lets kendra pick their boxes so I, so first of all, do you do you remember like where this started or how it happened or is it just something that snowballed for you and like how do, what's going on? Are you clairvoyant? So, so I would say that, I mean the first thing I think of is 
going into Casa breaks, who's another breaker on loop. And like whether it's whether it's Carter or whether it's Wags, like there we had this thing where I would just like be hanging out in the room and it, it, like I think it just started off by me one time just picking a box that had some crazy card in it, like a one of one or or I can't even remember. It was like a gold like Herbert or something. And from there, it's like, I don't know, I guess people have their memories of me picking good boxes for them outweigh the times where I've not picked good boxes. So I don't know if it's actually a fact that I, I pick better boxes or if people just like to remember that I do. But I mean, not to do my own horn. I will say that it's worked out a fair amount of times. I'm just going to start sending you all my money. Let's just, let's just <laughs> cut to the chase. Where do I put in my credit card? Like, like there's just... a... Yeah. way more there's a high, super hype it's not even it's not even like a a, a joke you a higher percentage of the time kendra will pick something of value that comes out of that box like will it always be a one of one no but there's a good chance it's going to be at least a gold or you know, i mean it happened last night didn't i yeah. didn't i pick did i pick yeah, the mbappe box yes, last night? i was like I go ahead and pick about it. it i woke up yeah. i woke up this morning to to seeing that reel and i was just like ah, these people these people <laughs> these people <laughs> <laughs> So no, you want to know what my role in the hobby is? I've, I it hit me today after watching that actually, is my role in the hobby is for every good box there's ten bad boxes. I get the bad boxes. I no. I'm the average. I'm averaging no. us all out. I'm necessary. Well, you gotta necessary. you gotta come on. You gotta come on and let me pick one for you. But um, I I you know what I think it might be. I think part of it is, and this is it's I don't even know. This is probably not correct or a right theory, but. I almost think, and I'm speaking from my personal experience, I definitely, when I'm picking a box for myself, I definitely have a tendency to overthink it. Um, and I think when you almost, I, I just feel like when you place it in someone else's hands, it almost like, and who you never know, you never know what's going to come out of a box. You know, anyone who says they do, like you look for little things like the, 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 the wrapping on it's weird or or the numbering or whatever but i almost feel like if you put it in someone else's hands you take the you think you take the thinking out of it and more often than not like like my j block i keep referencing him he all like almost always just picks the the front box always picks the display box and it's i think it's almost because i think people try and get cute or creative with like their box picking and no one picks the first box not no one but a smaller percentage i would say pick the first box because i think there's this thing where it's like well there can't be anything in the first box surely like it's there's got to be like something hiding in the box like way in the back or something or in the case like it can't be the first one but sometimes it is sometimes it is just the first box that has the banger you know so <laughs> um i don't know and then i like i like full disclosure like if someone tells me to pick a box and like i'm on stream i'll, I'll just kind of look around the room and if i see a number like the first number i see like if i look at like a, a different card sitting over to the to my to my side and the, the person's number is like three i'll take box three sometimes i just kind of that's what i let decide so um you put way more it. thought into it than i do so i'm just i'm gonna have you pick my i was actually in no yeah. y'all would appreciate this i was actually in talking to alex last night on the phone when i walked into target and i walked in the card aisle yeah. And he, he knows that I have like awful luck and that he he is also like Mr. Hot Hands. Yeah. So he was like, put on FaceTime, put on FaceTime. And he picked my box out of Target, my retail box. That's like, how was it? Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. It's fine. So, so, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. So Yeah. So my, my distance we're sharing, my go-to move when trying to pick my own box is I ask whoever's breaking how many there are. 
And before mm-hmm. they give me the number, I just try and clear my head and just pick a number. Mm-hmm. And then and as long as it's within that number of boxes, that's just what we go with. I like time. it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's just like, I don't I don't like picking like because of the wrapping. Like, I just don't think that's a thing. I don't it's either. A machine is basically just wrapping it at a pay- high pace. So it's like, exactly. System, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so no, all right. that's a good method. Yeah, it's, I think it's good. But um, I, you touched on something earlier, which I, I find very interesting. And I've found at least I, what I think is a common thread. So you talked about like you enjoyed listening to or watching breakers that were more of like your 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 tone which is very mm-hmm. calm you you just want to go through it have a conversation i hated from the very beginning you know the the more of yelling backyard break guys that were just mm-hmm. like it's it's really for some people and they've really those people have picked out a good niche for themselves and it's great but i feel like what i've found in chatting with people like yourself or um uh, lms i like breaking with cali roadshow guys is each of them they all have some sort of like backstory that's give them some sort of perspective so it's like some sort of like life experience that has given them perspective that is just you know this common thread and your life experience is one and two is you're also very interesting to me because you're an athlete that's in the hobby which i also find super interesting in the world because you get a different perspective of of cards and athletes and everything like that in general Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um so bringing those two together i find it interesting so your time at Oregon, you were very, very good and still are very, very good at golf, but you had records, all this different stuff, but you were taken out of it uh, or you took yourself out, I should say, because of uh, you didn't want to worry about getting tested. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to speak for you, but if you could touch on just a little bit of that story in regards to why you decided to come out and let people know about you, you know, with your intersex story and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting perspective that you have on life in general. And how yeah. It no, I appreciate that. And um, yeah, it's something I've touched on a lot in the last five years. And it's it's just crazy to think about because it was something that I really felt like I was never going to tell anyone, which is kind of naive to think about in hindsight. But I was young. <laughs> I was like, I was young and I was, I was living in fear, um, which was not a rewarding or enjoyable experience. That's not to say I was unhappy. I was, I I was, I've always been generally a happy and optimistic person. Um, but always felt like I was living with, you know, hiding something from everyone, which I was, but wasn't, you know, from the standpoint of, you know, trying to, to deceive people or anything like that. It was more of a case of, I didn't feel like the world around me was, going to be sympathetic or understanding of of someone that was born the way I was and that took a long long time for me to come to grips with and come to terms with and accept I mean it took 30 years I was 30 when I came out as intersex and um and I think and even to this day like which I don't blame anyone for not understanding but even to this day people don't really understand like what like what it means to be intersex like and because you go even if you go into google it'll give you kind of this like vague answer on what it is and there's like several different things that can qualify someone as being born intersex and it's like the the deeper you dive the more confusing it gets and so like knowing that even and coming out with my story like was challenging because i knew 
that people weren't you gonna understand even if i you know told the story and, and came out and um i knew that there was still going to be confusion and and misrepresentation of what it is and so that was that was challenging but having done it i i sort of learned in the process that it was it wasn't ever about what anyone else was going to think or what anyone else was going to have to say it was always about how i felt about myself and once i accepted my you know my true self and owned it it was a, it was a game changer it didn't it no longer mattered what anyone else was going to say or what anyone else was going to think as long as i had that that self love and that self respect no one could take that from me no one could say anything that would hurt me no one you know anything that anyone did couldn't derail me and i still have you know still i'm still just a human I'm still just a person i deal with things you know just like anyone else does that people say people might say things that you know that hurt or um but i'm more able to come to a place of acceptance and pride of who i am than i was before i came out so for sure yeah to your point like i think we have you know i've said this ever since i kind of came out with my stories everyone has a story everyone has something that makes them different or unique and it's about owning that and being proud of that and knowing that there isn't just this like prototypical quote-unquote normal person out there everyone's got something that's different about them so um that really has allowed me to kind of branch out and do things like live streaming where it's just me and my voice you know on a live stream talking to people like whereas before you know, that, that might not be something I would do. So it's really allowed me to kind of express myself in ways that I, I typically wouldn't have beforehand. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's, it's a huge thing is like, you know, once we, whether it's, we figure out who we really are and are really more open to expressing who we really are in one way, shape or Mm -hmm. form, obviously your situation is a little bit different than, you know, maybe something that I would do or Mac would do to figure out who we are. But it really does open things up and what I've found in regards to what we're able to achieve in life and willing to do. Cause we really just feel like it's, it's there for us. So it's, it's, it's really good. I, I, that was another thing that really kind of brought me closer to wanting to watch your streams. It's like that was after I like watched the video, the, the main interview that you did and posted on Twitter mm-hmm. and saw that. And it was just, it was, I love stories. I love people's stories. And that's why I was super excited that Mac wanted to do this. Cause yeah. For me, it's less about what you're doing in the hobby and why we pick the name. It's just unboxing like people's stories, you know, and we want to we'll share cool, them man. with other people. Yeah. And yeah. That's, that was our goal. Well, it's, it's cool because like you go on, you go into loop, you go on to whatnot, you go on to fanatics Live, you see all these people. We're all doing the same thing. We're all opening boxes and packs of sports cards or, you know, uh, game cards or whatever and it's like behind each camera behind each voice there's a person there there is a voice there is a a unique individual and they all have something that makes them different and they all we all have despite our you know our similarities of coming into the hobby we all have crazy different stories and um it's easy to kind of get lost in just the you know the monotony of just opening packs and like just transactional stuff but I I love this. I love that you guys are doing this and that you're you're focusing on the human aspect and the the human behind the breaking and um 
Cause that's what, you know, that's what ultimately makes the hobby so great is the connections and the the human connections you make with people. And, um, and just like we've, you know, we've kind of touched on, like we, we've made so many connections digitally with people and we haven't yet met them in person, but you know, you feel like you've known these people for a long time because the, 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 the camaraderie and the connection is so strong. Yeah. That's really interesting. So with that, uh, so out of all these things that we've kind of figured, there's probably way more knowing how many plates that I see you spinning at all times. So it's like <laughs> incredible athlete, artist. If you don't know, Kendra obviously takes amazing photos as well. Um, breaker, uh, possibly even role model for some people. Do any of these resonate more with you or than others at this point in your life? Yeah, I think I, I look at everything I'm I'm currently doing and yeah, that's a great question. I feel like breaking is something I do. It's not obviously who I am, but extremely grateful for it because of the people it's brought into my life. Like doing this right now with you guys, this is awesome. Like this is connecting with you guys and 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 getting getting to know you guys better through doing this. And um, I I mean, if I if someone came to you came to me and said, you know, what do you do? Like, or who are you? Definitely would you know lead with you know first and foremost, I you know I'm someone who likes to create. I'm like someone who likes to storytell and but all of these other things that I do kind of help shape the the essence of who I am. So like getting to know people like, man, I could uh, it's just crazy. Like I could go on a, a tangent about all the different like stories and, and things that I've I've come to know only through breaking. Like I like there's this this guy, Chris, who comes on um to my stream and I've actually he's like one of the few people I've actually met in person. And he's the one that has given me opportunities to go shoot photos at soccer games solely because I've met him through loop. And it's like, that's incredible. Like, how is that even, how is it even possible? Like, what are the odds of that happening? You know? So, and he happens to live in Portland as well. So it's like, it's just nuts. And I don't, I don't think the universe makes mistakes and you know, I'm definitely a, a romantic in the sense. I think, you know, things happen for a reason, yada, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting how golf has always found a way it's back to me and how getting into sports card breaking has provided me opportunities in life that I, you know, wouldn't have otherwise gotten. It's just, it's just kind of nutty, but that what I love about that is, so much is it's something that yeah. you're inherently off screen for. Like it's not a front and <laughs> right. center in, a, in that kind right. of way, you know, it's right. your hands in a pack of cards. Yeah, it's I know it's such a platform. I mean, it's so weird. It's so weird. And like, you're starting to see like the, um, like fanatics live or like even whatnot starting to do it. People on loop starting to do it too. Is like the, the front facing camera where you can actually see the breaker. I don't think I'm ever going to do that. I don't know. It just feels like (laughs) I, I kind of like it for some, in some situations, but like the more focus you're taking off of the sports cards, like I don't think the better like I want the focus to be on the cards on my hands like we're focusing on this we're having a great conversation we're you know we're talking but um it's like I I can't even think of a good comparison of what it would be like it would be like showing like the commentators of a of a sports broadcast the whole game it's like (laughs) no I just want their voices like telling the story of the game I don't need to see them all the time just you know show the athletes show the, the action 
with their commentary involved you know so yeah. i guess that would probably be the best comparison but um yeah it is an interesting concept of it's just yeah my hands on screen opening packs of cards it's it's but the funny the, the funny part is is you've spoiled like a lot of us so like you'll go on your stream and kendra spends a lot of time in regards to like the reveal of a card and she's very good at it she's very good at like knowing where the where the you know the position you know is where the what the colors are so there's like a slight reveal and really anticipation leading up to it and then you go on yeah. another stream and not for the because they're te- they're bad at their job they're just they do like the you're, normal you're talking about my stream i can tell <laughs> reveal and it's just like oh there they are Here's yeah, your there. Like, that's, that's me i'm was... bumbling through cards dropping them that's that's totally me. I'm like, where was my where's my anticipation? Like, I got you just show me the auto. What the hell is this all about? Exactly. There's there's got to be there's got to be some uh, some showmanship to it. You gotta you gotta build it. You gotta build a little bit. And like, that's yeah. Like I I don't know where you guys are at. I'm trying to think of what of what we do. Um, in terms of if there's a big card, I. Do you guys like to sweat stuff when if you buy stuff on a stream or even if you're ripping at home, like if you see like if you see like a red or you see like an auto that's the, of the team of the the person you're chasing, like will you guys set it aside and wait till the very end or will you just go into it? Like what do you guys do? Ninety percent of the time I sweat it. Ten percent really? of the time. Yeah, t- there's a ten percent of the time when I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. I can't wait for this. Like I need to know, like, because I don't care about the rest. Like I just want to know if this is so and so. You know? But ninety percent of the time I sweat it. Okay. I, I get all the bad boxes, so there's not a lot of sweating <laughs> happening over here. It's it's I think the biggest card I've pulled was like a $250 card. In all okay. I mean, hey, that's better than a, a $249 card or a $200 Listen, card. True. Yeah. Nowadays, there's there's far and less more far and few between boxes. You're pulling a four figure plus card. You know, it's not it's not 2020, 2021 anymore. They're out there for sure. But it's mm-hmm. uh, you pull a couple hundred dollars on a card. That's the cost of the box. And you you're well on your way to you know you've you've done well for yourself you know yeah i think that's another thing too is like i and i don't think a lot of breakers do this intentionally i think they do it because they don't want their customers to be left unhappy but one thing because i'm first and foremost i'm a i'm a consumer first like i i started break you know when i was on loop i was a i was a customer i was purchasing things i was watching my you know my boxes being opened and one thing i just I just can't stand is when the breaker tries to make the box or the, whatever the pack seem way better than it was. <laughs> and it's like, I just, and I don't think it's intentional. I think it's just that they don't want the person to feel bad or be upset because they want them to come back. Um, but I think that's one thing I try and focus on is like, just being honest with what's in front of us. Like, Hey, this wasn't a very good box. Like, and sometimes I'll try and I'll try and make it okay by throwing something in or or whatever. And, and you know, in, in bad cases, like where it's like, okay, this person just spent like five hundred dollars and they got about fifty dollars worth of stuff. Like, I got to try and do something here. Um, Kudos to you for ultimately, doing that too, because right? I don't think you have yeah. to do that, but I think that is a very big thing to do. And I think it's mm-hmm. I think Adrian, you even told me that's like one of the first times I think you y'all ripped together that happened Kendra's done a really good she's really good at that she's really good at like she said being a consumer first type thing where you know totally unnecessarily will give us free stuff if we have a terrible time and believe me I was laughing with you on text today Mac that like for all the good cards I get believe me there's enough times when I get some skunk boxes where I'm like oh well that was yeah Yeah. I don't believe it I don't believe it I'm I'm gonna have more fun starting like starting a fire with all this than I will like putting these (laughs) on eBay to sell 
uh, <laughs> but but so here's a question for you, Kendra, like on top mm-hmm. of that, then I always think about it. So when you know that a box is just turning, going south, like there's mm-hmm. nothing, how do you feel inside with it? Like, is there like any sort of like anxiety about it or is it mm-hmm. like, just fuck here we go? Like, what does it feel like for you? It's, it's, I think it depends on, it definitely depends on who I'm ripping for, like their history with the stream. Um, what, what the price point of the product is like, there's honestly, there's nothing worse when I'm sitting there opening a box of immaculate, impeccable um obsidian even and i just can i just know that this like we're three cards in i'm like this isn't gonna be a good box and yeah i'm like i'm definitely like there's definitely a sense of anxiety and like dread and just instant just like sympathy for the person because i'm just like like man do you know how to handle though like i can only imagine that happens enough now where you're like okay this is a bad box like turn on the bad box protocol (laughs) it's like I, i think it's like it's tough because what I try and do is I try, I mean, I, I, I try and let it be known like how it's going. You know, I'm kind of like, if I know that we're, you know, Immaculate has seven cards and we just were on like the fifth card and I know that's the last auto of the box and it wasn't good. We got a base card and a patch card coming up after that. And I know this is going to have to be a one of one or something crazy. Like try and like, you know, try and set the the tone that hey this is what's happened if there's anything else i can do like if i can take care of you like let me know um and just like yeah just kind of voicing it and not and again kind of going back to the thing where it's like i'm not gonna hype a a base card of a fifth year vet numbered to 99 you know it's (laughs) like it's just the person knows like they know it's it's a crap box like they just they know and it's like you don't like what will make them feel worse is if you try and hype the box up that's like i think will make someone feel worse is like when you because the, they may take it as like an insult to their intelligence or it's like it's just like come on like I, this isn't this wasn't a good box like because yeah. i've been there i've been there on loop i've opened plenty of boxes myself that where the box has been bad and it's like no this wasn't a good box man like I, it's okay like i you know. i think what's so interesting about this is like you are signing yourself up to naturally put yourself in incredibly awkward situations with people. <laughs> like it's, it's yes, there's some like really good hits, but you think about like maybe half the time you are literally signing yourself up to say like, I'm going to sit here awkwardly and have to tell this person, Hey man, I'm sorry. Like you're basically breaking no, up with people multiple times a day. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, it's like, or it's like, it's like a job where you're like going to like, you know, repossess someone's car and they're going to come out and like spot you doing it. And it's like, yeah, like an IRS auditor. That's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's definitely like, there's definitely been a few instances where it's like, I feel like I'm like, I feel really bad. Like this is, this has gone horribly wrong. Like, I'm really sorry. Um, Thankfully there's been, I mean, I, I mean, I think the the best moment on the stream or one of the best moments on the stream was when we pulled the uh, the Killian Mbappe one of one black prism auto out of World Cup like that. I mean, I I don't lose my mind very often. I literally like gasped and like left the room and was like and like went to my partner. I was like, you're not going to believe what I just pulled. Oh, excuse me. What we just pulled. That's one thing I got to say. I have to say breakers when they take credit for pulling big cards it annoys me to no end i don't like that like oh look what i pulled look what i pulled and it's like no it's a team effort we pulled it together like 
let's you know let's just can we keep this a team atmosphere like i I, that one thing that drives me crazy is like when people get like egotistical about big cards they pulled it's like i think you just you touched on something really interesting too is almost like breaker responsibility because i don't hear people talk about this very often do you ever get into situations where you have a person have a bad box so say Mm -hmm. they lost their ass on Mm -hmm. bad box do you is it almost like Get, you know card dealer at a table where the person just kind of keeps trying to buy in and you're like hey man today's just not the day like you know i so i'd say there's a handful of people who who have spent you know a, a large amount of money with me and i've and i've built rapport with them outside of the stream and i that's a really good question um i don't know people's personal situations and their financial situations having built that rapport and being able to have that open dialogue though um has definitely come into the equation where it's like they will either like off outside of the stream say say things to me or make comments where it's like i get a feel for where they're at with in their card breaking life right like and that you kind of letting using that to use as my guiding light so like an example would be someone comes on and i know that they have a big spending history and i know i have a product that they like and i have an open case where we've hit an achilles mbappe auto and it's like okay i know they like this product there's the cases you know there might be one hit left there might be a color blast left or something and making sure that i'm communicating like hey an Mbappe auto came out of this case, like just to let you know, like, so I don't really want to see you chasing, you know, eight or nine boxes into this case and you not getting anything because the case hit auto is probably gone. So I think like that, especially is like being very communicative of what has come out of a product. Um, especially one that, you know, where someone might come in that I know they like the product and they're going to rip several boxes, making sure they know like what's come out of it um and not hyping it up where it's like oh you never know there might be something in here like just really being <laughs> transparent of what you hit you know like because we've all seen it we've all seen you know like breakers pull huge cards and then being like you know oh you never know so <laughs> i think i think that's where the responsibility really really lays is like being transparent with especially what's with with what's already been hit you know yeah I think, I, I think with I, everything that's gone on, especially within breaking over the past six months with just, you know, we've all read the headlines. I, I think authenticity and transparency is so big right now. Yeah, yeah it, it's really huge. I, although I, on another note, going back to what you said about it's like being a repo man, I just pictured Kendra like repoing someone's car and be like, hey, man, if there's anything else I can do for you, <laughs> here's some 2016, 17 select cards. But I gotta take your car back. <laughs> hey, you never know. You might you might hit like a Pele Auto, and that might help you out. You know, you out. so uh, I gotta really go. Sorry. <laughs> At least you were really kind about it. Yeah, yeah right. really good. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Well, Kendra, I really, really appreciate you doing this. I could honestly talk with you for hours. Um, yeah, hitting that close to an hour mark, but. Uh, as Mac likes to always make sure that we do is how can people find you where we know is it obviously you're not only a breaker you do other things as well so please feel free to uh, let people know where they can find you and how they can uh, utilize your services 
Yeah. Um, if you want to come break with me on loop, I'm at Bailey Joe cards underscore soccer. Um, it's kind of a mouthful, kind of a long name, but you'll see me cause I'm the only soccer exclusive breaker on the app. Um, I kind of go in waves of how frequent I stream. Sometimes it's every day of the week. Sometimes I go five or six days without breaking. So, um, and yeah, you can find me on, uh, on all the socials, um, Bailey Joe card soccer on IG, um, and then just Kendra underscore lit on, on IG. I don't mind sharing my personal Instagram. I love connecting with people. And, um, and that's kind of like the, the one thing that I always try and do is, is try and build personal, personal connections with people, uh, regardless of, you know, where I meet them or how I meet them. So, um, yeah, come hang out on loop with me and, uh, and hang out. Don't buy anything. I've, I mean, I have so many people that come into my stream that don't buy anything and just hang out and bring the vibes. And that's to me, that is equally as important. It always has been, um, on my stream. So whether you're spending a million dollars or a dollar, you know, come hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate your time, Kendra. And again, uh, thank you. Thank for everyone listening today for unboxing the hobby with Mac and stock. Uh, yeah, Mac, unless you got, unless you got something else until next time, until next time. Thanks guys.